0: It makes it a lot harder for us to drink while we're doing it, though. Unless you guys want to live in my basement, which is fine, but...
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, you need
0: to talk me into it.
1: I mean, I could work from there, so that's not a problem.
0: We've got gigabit internet and a VR system. You can make it whatever you want.
1: We might be there right now. and just don't
0: realize it. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs>
1: Anyway, as you can probably tell, this is a uh, bottled fuchsia cast, because we're talking about clapping and Kay's computer's breaking.
2: Yeah, it's pretty much our topics.
1: Yeah, so uh, welcome to fuchsia cast 66B or 67, depending on if Nanners can resurrect 66.
0: There were some audio issues with the last one, so Kay threw her hands up in the air at that, and I said, I will try. It got worse, so we're gonna we're gonna try and release that one someday. That's a bonus episode. If you uh, support someone on Patreon, not us, but just just pick someone. Just you anyone like at random. Yeah, <laughs> just at random. Let us know, and we'll send you the episode as a WAV file <laughs> yes. on disk.
3: Uh,
2: just launch Winamp. Yep. And play that bad boy.
3: Mm-hmm. Winamp is what I use during extra life for our yeah. music. It I swear all, by it.
0: <laughs> Does it really whip the llama's ass still? It's
3: still, to
1: Always. this day. <laughs> anyway, we're Bottled Fuchsia. You can find all of our content at com. Sometimes we do streams there at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia or mixer.com slash team slash bottledfuchsia. It's where you'll find our individual users. Uh, videos and archives of streams at youtube.com slash bottled fuchsia. We probably have some extra life stuff that's going to filter up there over time. Soon. Yep. Soonish. Yep. Uh, Facebook and Twitter at bottled fuchsia. And on the, the bottled fuchsia cast tonight, we have Brady. Hey. Nanners. Hello. Aaron. Hey. Kitty. Hey there. And I am John. And I don't have a camera for Aaron and Kitty for some reason, so I just don't. See oh,
3: them. I turned mine on here. I'm gonna, I'll turn it off. No, we'll I think turn it my, on. I think it's my
1: Discord. I, oh, okay. So,
3: can anybody see me?
0: Yes. yes. Okay, good. Yep. Only go from the waist down, though. It's weird. Oh
3: no, oh. I was gonna oh. say I, I would be sad if I took a shower for nothing. I I so, work from home. I don't have to shower anymore. <laughs> Do you yeah. have a, is that a doorknob on your phone? What
0: do, oh, it's one of your Moment lenses. Yeah, so this, I actually just got this in the mail.
1: What's it do? It makes for very compelling audio.
0: I know. <laughs> if, if anyone can imagine a yes. doorknob being stuck to my phone. That's what we got going right now.
1: So it's been a while since we chatted about games. So uh, let's do that. Uh, Brady, what have you been up to?
2: My goodness, so many <laughs> games. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, getting to the quick stuff. Um, I picked up Sunset Overdrive uh, on Steam, you know, PC release, and it's pretty awesome. Because I completely missed that hit game.
1: PC, yeah,
3: yeah. That was a launch title for the Xbox One, wasn't it?
1: I don't know if it was a launch title, but it was, it an was early early at least. Yeah. but mm. I don't know if it was launch.
3: But
2: yeah, I'm liking that. It's like a Tony Hawk shoot 'em up because that's a
1: category that we're all familiar <laughs> with, right? And, like, base defense.
2: Yeah, there's some, like, tower defense kind of things, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, that's good. Lots of, um,
1: lots of grinding, if I remember.
2: Yes. It's basically the floor is lava, so you just grind and jump on stuff as you move.
3: That's how I used to play Jet Set Radio.
2: <laughs> uh, the other one that people are super stoked for, Red Dead Redemption 2...
1: That is a game that I have put a lot of hours into as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's good. Sometimes I get frustrated with it, though. Oh, for sure. Like I already told John this, but last night I was playing, and I got off my horse for something, and a streetcar hit the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, normally when that happens, the horse freaks out. So the horse started, like, running around like crazy, and I thought it was going to run through a hotel so I attempted to stop as the horse yeah before it like got through the doors and because I was sprinting and I tried to hit you know jump on horse button it's also tackle oh, God. so I tackled some <laughs> random lady and then the entire town like explodes in fury over my like assault <laughs> um and so I just like put the controller down and laughed as the entire town murdered me <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, my response to that was I have also had moments where, like, you just do something in town that makes everyone so angry, and it's like, I'm not going to make this worse. Just put the controller down, murder me, and I'll pay the $6 fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like I could try to
1: kill everyone, but <laughs> it's just not worth it. Yeah, you lose your good cowboy points then. Yeah.
3: Did we decide or determine that those are not good for anything? the good cowboy points, the the good
1: karma, whatever it is. I think it changes your interactions with people, but I've yet to, like, you know, I have only played it the way that I am playing it, so I don't know what it really impacts or affects. I would like to go back and play again as, like, the grimiest, worst cowboy. (laughs) Because that, I mean, it's a rock star game. There's, There's probably some fun to be had there. Like, I saw some article about just playing it like a dad was so like <laughs> go fishing And
2: <laughs> like, Just do all this like Care Bear stuff It's pretty funny Yeah if there's a little
1: kid in the camp you can take him fishing
4: Yeah, Make sure the ladies get home on time
1: yeah. <laughs> you, you do drive the ladies Into town that's one of the missions Yeah uh, Did you do the mission Where you had to slowly Drive the carriage while the women Chanted for their right to vote Yeah I was was... really
2: excited to shoot more people during that mission. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, that game's very big and very open and also very slow at times. Um, Yeah. I mean, the pace is very intentional, and I get it, and I like it, but I could see a point where if I was ready to be done, I would get frustrated at how slow it is, but I'm still just sort of enjoying it for what it is, so... I don't yeah, feel... even if I wanted to mainline the story, I'm not sure how. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could, but I think those are you know, those missions are okay, but I don't love the setup of every story mission is talk to person in camp, get on horse, ride for 5 minutes somewhere yep. while they tell you basically what this mission is going to be about. So it's it's basically like a loading scene into <laughs> a mission. Yeah. Uh, while you ride through the countryside which you know is fine and nice unless you put it into cinematic view and <laughs> crash into everything <laughs> along you the way face plan after hitting a rock
0: how common is that that you're like actually running into stuff
1: it's probably happened to me about three times in like 30 to 40 hours so okay yeah probably not somewhere around very there not very often, but when it does, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Because the camera is being very cinematic, so you don't see whatever you're about to hit until it's just too late. And, oh, the horse crashes in that game. I feel yeah. so bad for Brutal. The horses. They are just giant things on tiny legs, so when they crash, it looks awful. And, yeah. Anyway anything else
2: uh then um a bunch of us picked up black ops 4 for some reason
0: (laughs) Uh, mental difficulties on our part probably (laughs) i
1: I mean i like the blackout mode from what i played of it it's harder your time to death is a lot quicker um but i think that's just something to get used to like the whole the whole battle royale mode is far quicker the map is smaller
2: um yeah just getting back into the pace of a call of duty game
1: yeah and i think earlier today brady and uh friend of the site brian just got into some like normal multiplayer and i feel like that like put my brain back into like call of duty mode yeah just like okay like i remember this game now you run a lot (laughs) uh I I don't know I I like the way that game plays a lot more than PUBG. <laughs> it just feels so much more polished and more smooth to me.
3: It seems like the case for every game. I'm convinced that's part of why Fortnite got so much more popular is because like Epic knew how to make a video game. Uh, and they've done it before. I think that's it has.
1: It yeah I think and free... it's free
3: yeah. But I mean it's also not nearly as buggy.
1: Free. It has a big thing to do with it. It's not as buggy, and it's also like kind of a simplified version of PUBG. Like I think not right. everyone's down for like the in-depth like battle simulator yeah, style. Yeah, sort of simulator. Yeah. That, you know it came from Arma, so it's got that lineage behind it.
3: I remember the last time I played a Call of Duty game, though. I don't know if I'd be able to do it these days. Hey,
2: Modern Warfare Two. It's my last. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it
3: might have been actually for me too. No, the first Modern Warfare I think was the last one I played.
1: I think I played Advanced Warfighter, or that was one of them, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I
1: think that was the
2: future futury one. I think so. Yeah. So Nanners, you kind of led the charge on that game.
0: I don't, I don't fully know <laughs> why. So because
1: uh, you wanted another battle <clears throat> royale yeah. game that wasn't PUBG G
0: and it wasn't Fortnite. So I had uninstalled PUBG and I was kind of looking at playing this because from people's descriptions it seemed interesting. The fact that it is like a smoother playing PUBG interested me a lot. Um but I don't quite know what to think of that game yet. The zombies mode seems interesting now that we understand how to play it somewhat. Um we kind of messed up the other day and we were playing like custom modes where like more stuff than we should have had access to was just unlocked. So that's okay. a bad way to learn that mode. Yeah.
1: Um, it's It's been a long time since I played a zombies mode in Call of Duty. And I was never very good at it because we never took it super seriously. It seems like a mode that you can take very seriously and get really deep and there's a lot of stuff in them. Yeah. The... We just never got that far. We just always kind of fucked around in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for for even just doing that, it's fun. Like, it feels like really hard Left for Dead levels almost because it does seem like there is some objective. We're just we don't know the levels well enough to like get there. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. It, it's fun, and I have not actually played a Call of Duty since three, so it's been over a decade since I played a Call of Duty game. So I figured you mean the
1: con the console one. <laughs> call of duty
0: 3 it was on pc
1: three wasn't i thought three was a console exclusive one
0: three console only then maybe two was the last one i played yeah the last
1: one and two were pc i thought three was console and then four was advanced Mm -hmm. or uh, modern warfare
0: yeah modern warfare i never actually played i think i own it and i launched it once but that was about it
1: yeah modern warfare one and two it was the ones I probably put the most hours into.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I, I figured it was time.
2: I have been itching for another, the next, you know, competitive shooter game. You know, did, the group gets into.
3: Yeah. Did anybody check into Battlefield Five? I remember seeing some talk about it, but Con Man. I, I think, don't think, Con think people Man were very it. excited yeah. for it.
1: Heat because he has EA Origin um, Premier stuff. Yeah.
0: So, Yeah. It sounds like it is fine. I think uh, a friend of the site, Zach, got it and he seemed to be enjoying it a little bit, but uh, I will I will have to follow up with both of them when I see them.
1: I played the beta and it sure did seem like another Battlefield, which the <laughs> Battlefield games are fun if you can get a group together and play them, but I never yeah. liked playing the Battlefield games myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, like if you guys bought Battlefield 5, I would have just bought that instead of Blops. Um, I guess the one benefit to Black Ops Four was that it hit forty dollars already, so yeah, that made it that made it kind of get easy. the cheaper one. Yeah. yeah,
0: we got a lot of the games to play. We can't buy sixty dollars games every day. It's not oh, how this okay. works. Yeah. Nope, especially when we're not sure if they're going to be bad or not.
1: Kitty, how about you? What have you been up to?
4: Uh, so I finally cracked open a game that Aaron got me, I think, for Christmas last year. Because I'm I'm very slow at games, and I only like to play one game at a time. We've played a lot together this year, so I've been putting it off, but I finally cracked open Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness, which is the fifth installment in the Star Ocean series, and it's pretty fun. I'm only about an hour and a half in.
0: What are those games?
4: Um, They are action... JRPGs, I guess okay. is probably the best way to categorize it with a little bit of like the, you know, persona type making decisions with characters affects your relationships with them, etc. But it's not that's not as integral to the gameplay as it is to persona. Okay. Um but I played so I played Star Ocean two and three. Four did not it disappointed a lot of people I knew that liked Star Ocean, so I just never bothered. But uh, what I like about the series is is how, just sometimes how goddamn strange it is. Like, it, it's fun to play. You know, the battles are fun. The characters are colorful. The stories are usually pretty good. They take a while to unfold. But basically, it's like Final Fantasy where every story is self-contained, but there are common elements that run through all of them. Mm-hmm. And if I had to summarize the story of Star Ocean, I would just say, things are not what they seem is pretty much how you can summarize every Star Ocean game that I've played. It's just, like, a really weird game sometimes. Like, I was walking around town today just kind of talking to people, and this old man in a hotel said, kids sure are full of beans. (laughs) There was no context for this conversation. Like, there were no kids around him. I, I, like, walked back up to him three more times just to be like, am I not reading this right but it's kids sure are full of beans. He's um, been feeding
2: them beans for years.
4: Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're uh, it's
3: uh, it's going it, to be foreshadowing for uh, a quest later where yeah. you have to find beans. Or and they're like, in the kids. In, a, in oh, no. several of the
4: games, there's a, a common character who basically teaches you the crafting system. And the iteration of her in this game, she's cl- like clearly drunk the entire time she's talking to you. She's like stumbling all over and being like, "You're my best friend" and stuff.
1: She's becomes self-aware um, and she's trapped in a yeah. video game forever.
4: Yeah. In the in Star Ocean Three, I loved the crafting system because you can make really good stuff and really crappy stuff, and the crappy stuff always has really funny descriptions. Like, you know, just looking at this makes you want to kill yourself and like what? It'll have a wow. side effect called gives a life threatening feeling, but not specify what that does to your character. <laughs> or for things that are really good, like one of the best things you can cook is called Tearful risotto, And it's like, it's so good that the chef who tried it cried and quit cooking forever. <laughs> it's just a weird series. And served and it to you full
1: of tears. <laughs>
0: yeah. So is it that weird in the Japanese or is it like the American know. translation? I don't know. That's like okay. part
4: of the mystery is I don't know if it's just translation or okay. if it's just a Japanese sense of humor stuff that doesn't always work. But then like aside from that, the stories are solid and the characters are solid. So in this one, you're you're starting out as a, a young man who uh, has been in, put in charge of his local defense force against bandits while his dad is in the capital doing important soldierly things for the king. And bandits are attacking in high enough numbers that your character decides to go to the king and say, hey, we could really use some reinforcements. And as soon as you get there, your dad is like, what are you doing here? You're embarrassing me. You have no right to be here. Go home and gear up because you are not my problem. And I'm like, okay, I'm excited. That's going (laughs) to lead to a real story. But in the meantime, I got a quest... Uh, from a woman who wanted me to get bird poop to put on her face because her neighbor told her it would make her beautiful.
1: I was going to say that sounds like the plot of Mulan until you got to the bird poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Disney I, could I don't steal know.
3: everything, you know. It's a deleted scene for that. Yeah. yeah.
4: I um. You can unlock you know roles in battle. That's like slightly similar, I guess, to the gambit system in Final Fantasy XII, where you can set basic rules for how the characters you're not. Con- currently controlling or going to act you can have them be defenders and then they you know draw damage and you can have them be healers one of the things you can set is scavenger so I, I just unlocked that so i'm like oh look at it what it is and the effects are like it the description says like you decide that no one is important and you just want money so you stay out of battle <laughs> so if you equip that the character will just stand on the edge of the field and if you read the effects, it says like you know, full, which is the currency in the system. It says like full plus four percent, and then it just says impairs your judgment. <laughs> like I don't know what that means. I don't. That has no tangible effect on my character. I guess it just makes me feel bad. But they're weird. They're weird games, and I like that.
1: Is it like your character won't listen to your commands sometimes? Or I something? don't know. Hmm.
4: And and a lot of these descriptions are just one-off things that you don't ever see anywhere else like i have the the strategy guide for star ocean 3 and a lot of the stuff in it is just like yeah this doesn't do anything it's just weird <laughs> so one of my favorite things about the third one is that you can invent things and then patent them right so then every time it's sold you get a little bit of the profit but you can also just find things and pick them up and be like hey i invented this and patented. it <laughs> Nice. So it doesn't quite go this basic, but like you can open a chest and there's a sword in there and you can pick it up and be like, sword, I invented sword, (laughs) and then tell everyone you invented sword and then you get money every time someone buys a sword.
1: Ham sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. Anytime someone makes a sandwich, you owe me money.
4: Right. I've got this great idea for a circular piece of bread with tomato sauce and cheese on it. It's going to be big.
2: I call it sword.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. Cool. What platform is that? Uh, PS4. Okay. And it's it's kind of funny. Like the So the first one was, or I've never played the first one. Two was on the PS1. Three was on the PS2. Four, weirdly, they went to Xbox. And I don't think there was a PS3 version. Hmm. And now five is on the PS4. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing either.
3: The first one was PS1, too. I remember that one. I just remember seeing it on the shelf, just to fill in that gap.
4: Also video game related, but not related to what I'm playing. I'm I'm While we're talking, I'm also looking at Amazon for Christmas gifts for my family. My cousin's wife is a nurse, right? So I look up nurse TLC kit, thinking I'm going to find like girly, you know, bath and shower stuff or something nice. And there's only no four scrubs. results. Yeah. yeah. And one of them is Terraria peel and stick removable wall decals, as in the video game Terraria. terraria. <laughs> and has little all the monsters and the environments and the people. Nurses I, love that. I, shit. I, I don't know why Amazon thinks that a nurse would like this as a gift.
1: Yeah, like a nurse bought it once. <laughs>
4: yeah, I I don't know. I but recommended by anyway.
1: other nurses. Aaron, how about you? What have you been up to?
3: Uh, I was too wrapped up in some video Blu-ray stuff to really play a lot of games lately. Uh, however, uh, I will mention that Kitty only got to star ocean after we finished playing through an old adventure game that I really wanted her to play. Uh, so we played Lucasarts, the dig. Um, I don't know if anybody else here is familiar with that one. Um, nope. So basically if you remember how old point and click adventure games work, it's the same type of deal. you walk characters around various locations you pick up everything you can you get puzzles to solve and you pull things out of your inventory and try to use everything with everything until you solve a puzzle Mm -hmm. the premise of the game uh the game's uh development history is actually kind of interesting Uh, the premise actually was uh from steven spielberg like way back in the 80s he had uh some sort of tv show i forget the the name off the top of my head um, it was like a, an updated, uh, Twilight Zone or something. And he came up with an idea for an episode that they never turned into an episode, uh, then tried to develop it as a movie. And then ultimately, ultimately was like, you know, this would make a pretty good video game. And he's besties with George Lucas. So, uh, he ended up having talks with people at, uh, LucasArts, Lucasfilm games back in the day. And then eventually LucasArts. So this thing was in development for, I think they said six years, which was completely abnormal for the time. Back in the the 90s, you'd turn out a game in like a year, year and a half. Um, And uh, it went through like four different development teams. It changed plots and characters like every single time. It was basically like four different games over the course of its development before what actually came out finally came out. The whole deal is you're a team of astronauts. Uh, There's a giant asteroid that's going to hit Earth. Uh, You fly up in a shuttle and put a couple of nuclear charges on it to nudge it into orbit. And uh, after you're successful at that, they go onto the asteroid to, you know, just check it out and and, uh, explore. And you find your first puzzle. And when you solve it, the asteroid turns into a giant, like, crystal starship and shoots you off into space. And you land on an alien planet that is deserted, except for, you know, some uh, animal life. And you have to solve puzzles and figure out how to get home. The main reason I wanted Kitty to play this was there's one specific puzzle in the game where there's an animal that it gets eaten by another creature. Its bones get spit out, and then you have to like put the bones back together. There's a thing in the game that lets you kind of resurrect dead things. And Kitty is very much into animal bones. What do you... Do?
4: Yeah, I feel like I have to explain a little context here. For, pe- for people who don't know me, it seems kind of funny that I have a large amount of animal bones in my home um, because I don't eat animals, but I am fascinated by the way they're put together and I don't purchase animal bones or anything. I go for walks in the woods and I find them or other people find them and give them to me. And I clean them, and then I like to try to figure out, first of all, if I can, how they died, and also what they are. Because if you have just a jawbone, you know, you have to count the certain numbers of certain kinds of teeth and see where the different parts of the jaw connect, and then you can guess, you know, was this a raccoon, was this a fox, or whatever. So I've explained my hobby to people as animal CSI. Yeah.
3: And that that puzzle was basically kind of animal CSI. So it's the whole reason I wanted her to play that game. And that, so
2: was it a space raccoon? Uh,
3: it and it was a. It was space, like a
4: space turtle. Six-legged turtle. Because
3: the way you make it space is to add more legs. So it was, it neat. was a six-legged le- turtle. Was but, it any yeah.
0: sort of ninja?
3: <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. And I age-wise, I'm not sure. I don't know if it was teenaged or not. <sighs> but uh, yeah, that that puzzle comes up early though in the game. So like. She solved it. I was like, all right, that was the whole reason that I wanted you to play this. We've got about 30 hours left.
4: And Aaron has been saying, I've got to get you to play the dig for this specific puzzle since about a month after we started dating. Yeah. And we'll be together five years in March. Yeah. So this has been a long time coming. Yep.
3: But, uh, we, we finished that, and then she moved on to Star Ocean. What did you think overall of the dig?
4: Uh, I liked it. Once the story picked up, like once, you know, I guess mild spoilers cover your ears if you don't want to know about a very old game. But once we brought the German guy back to life and he started going crazy, then I was like, okay, now I'm invested and interested. But in the beginning when it was just we've crash landed on a planet with a bunch of pretty geometry and colors and symbols that don't really mean anything and there's no one to talk to and all the doors look the same. That was not as interesting to me. I like we've played a lot of point and click adventure games together at this point, and I I guess I would put this one in the upper third, but not in the upper fifth.
1: Seems to rate pretty high on Steam. Oh yeah,
4: no, we're, we're still with, <laughs> sorry. I had to. I,
3: I'm bad at fractions. I had to go over that in my head a couple of times. Number one, okay, the bone third puzzle. would be lower than. That.
4: Yes, it was a very good bone puzzle. <laughs>
3: just put that on the. You box. know what, guys? Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. She uh, she sent me a card once that said that. <laughs> this is a very good bone puzzle. Anyway,
1: you should probably just put that in the Steam review and just leave that there.
3: So, uh, yeah, I, I basically kind of rode shotgun for that. That's what I've been doing gaming-wise. Uh, although I will say that Corey has finally come back to Destiny Two on the PC. He picked up. Forsaken he's getting his character all caught up and I think uh, in December we're all gonna start doing things in that again so I'm, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah it seems like a few people have sort of gone back to Destiny at this point I think because prices started dropping on it because they gave out the base game for free.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah they gave the base game away for free and uh, I think Black Friday is supposed to be full of all kinds of deals on the DLC for consoles mm-hmm didn't see any sales for PC, but, ugh.
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it will be.
3: That game has improved, but as I was talking to Corey, he was big into Destiny 1, uh, along with me and John, and he was just like, I, you know, it, it's a lot better now, but I don't understand why it took him this long to start getting back to how Destiny 1 used to be. And that was the whole problem from the beginning with that game.
1: They basically unlearned a lot of lessons they learned from Destiny 1, and I'm not sure why they did that.
3: And then tried to double down on a lot of it.
4: That's because Yoda told them to.
1: Yeah. Mm.
3: They unlearned what they learned.
1: bananas so, how about you? What have you been up to?
0: I've also been playing a adventure game of sorts that looks like it's from the same time period as The Dig. So there's a transition for you. <laughs> But um, it's new. It it is new. Um, so I'm playing a game called The Return of the Din. And as Aaron has pointed out, yes, it is the return, but it is the first game because you're not <laughs> I was confused. You, you're not returning to the Oberdin. The Oberdin came back. Um,
3: well, that's what I meant. They're they're coming back, but it's the first game.
0: Yeah. So the the <laughs> the boat called the Oberdin came back to a place that you can get to it. So, you, sweet. Yep. Like a dock? Uh I don't know actually. I have no idea where the boat is right now to be honest. Oh, okay. Boats Somewhere. go places every day. Yeah. This boat went a lot of places and it did not go well for a lot of people. Fair enough. Um So the game is like a murder mystery. You basically start out getting on the Oberdin, and you get like a journal that has a bit of the backstory in it and from that you learn like hey you have to solve the all the deaths that happened on this boat like figure out who the people were based on um three like you know slice of life paintings that were done about the ship and its crew um a crew list that you get and then that's really it you get like vignettes that you watch through a mechanism that is presented in the first few minutes of the game um, you get like a watch that rewinds time. So you're able to see the moments where people died. Um, and those are presented in like
1: little vignettes. So when you said it's a ship and you're solving murder mysteries, I could only think of, you know, how like Visceral Cleanup Dirty is like cleaning up after a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. I imagine you're trying to solve the crimes of all of us playing the ship for years <laughs> uh
0: yeah different time period so this is like 1800s okay. so okay. this is like a sailing ship um Fair. so i I will, I will say this is the best game that takes place on like a ship with sails this year um <laughs> that's fine. i know Harsh. so far there's less accordions and bell ringing but <laughs> everything else is better so well not the graphics the graphics depending on what style you like are not as good
3: i don't know is it pixel art
0: it so it's like um line art so the whole thing is done in 3d but then it has a filter applied on it so it actually looks like a game from like the early to mid 90s probably early 90s so through the through the magic of podcasting Uh, you can probably look that up for yourself (laughs) and see what that looks like oh i see it yeah
3: so interesting and it's all black and white
0: yep although it has different art styles so if you want to make it like the color palette of an amiga or like a macintosh instead you can do that oh nice but it kind of looks like it should run on like the game boy and be screenshot only
1: I'm over here still trying to think about the best boat game of 2018. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's, yeah, that's mm. what I was looking at. That's so, the only
2: other one that comes to mind
3: other than
1: Sea of Thieves. Yep. Yeah.
3: Is it yeah. mandatory for Assassin's Creed games to have boats going forward? Hey, yes. They
1: built that tech. They're going <laughs> to fucking use it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I thought they were making
1: like a whole game, like a separate game. We don't talk about that pirate game anymore, <laughs> at least not until it's done. Not oh, stuff.
0: I thought you meant Black Flag. I was going to say, Black Flag came out years ago. And that's,
1: no, that's like where that tech basic, came from. Right. Well, it started in Assassin's Creed 3, but no okay, one liked yeah. that one. That was the start of the tech that became Black Flag, where you did a lot more sailing around. And because that one was received so well, they broke that off into just a pirate game that... uh hasn't come out yet <laughs> no and it's been a couple years now but
3: yeah wasn't there an e3 where we had a trailer for that and a trailer for sea of thieves like kind of at the same show i think
1: that was 2017 so i mean mm. it hasn't been that long but still yeah. we haven't heard anything about it in a while anyway yep. but
0: yeah you should go play this um i guess technically there's a lot of bone puzzles in this game because there's a lot of like piles of bones that you come across and you have to figure out who they were, who murdered them, or how they were killed.
1: As so, it turns out, people also have bones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're learning a lot about anatomy. It's too bad yeah. Kay isn't here to see this. It's probably yeah.
1: good. She's not here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but I, I recommend that game. It is super cheap. I think it is under $20. It's and probably
1: on sale right now the Steam sale is happening.
0: Yep. Oh, uh, there's another sale. Yep. There's uh, an autumn sale going on right now.
3: So.
1: I looked up the Dig and it was two dollars. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's a yeah, good time I, to Christmas shop. I, I think I the Dig
1: might have just gotten
3: added to GOG. I'm not. I. I there was an article recently that said that a bunch of old games got added to GOG. That might have been one of them. Uh, Return of the Oprah Den, 20 bucks on Steam, it looks like.
0: Okay, so it's not on sale in there. It was on sale in Humble when I picked it up for a whopping $17. Oh. Whoa. So, you can buy a whole other bundle with the $3 that you saved. Yeah. Um, this game is really worth it, though. Like There were parts that I did not expect, and it gave me goosebumps. So there you nice. go. Cool. So
3: you, you've finished it already? You've, no. All the way through? Oh, no. Okay.
0: I've solved six murders out of 60. 60 okay yeah so there's there there was a full like this is (laughs) this is a real ass boat there's a lot going on there (laughs)
1: and no one Um, made it
0: yeah
1: (laughs) and they all died in different ways
0: (laughs) yep and so knowing that premise i kind of figured like okay this game will be like you know whatever like there's going to be pirates right like pirates are going to fuck a bunch of people up Um, people are going to get like dysentery. Like this is going to be a real Oregon trail type situation situation. Like this is, you know how it's going to go, whatever. Um, and in the first like 10 minutes, it does stuff that I did not expect. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happily surprised with this. Cool. Yeah. Go
1: play it. It just might. Yeah. Do you think spider cop could have solved these crimes? (laughs)
0: spider God. No.
1: <laughs> no. So, I wasn't on the last podcast. Did we talk about Spider-Man there? Did that happen? Or was uh, yes. spider- I don't remember. Are you we talking did. about the Lost we podcast?
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. But they said
0: yes, so let's go with yes. But you could talk about it now because, like I said, that yeah. podcast is currently Lost, so.
1: Spider-Man is really good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you get the DLC? I did not. I think I'm okay. going to sit on the DLC as an excuse to go back and play it before game of the year discussions. Uh, it's a good plan. I have plenty to do right now, and I don't need a Spider-Man distraction again. Uh, that is the second game yeah. I've platinumed this year, and I have only platinumed wow. two games ever. So that was oh. my first.
2: But what was your first platinum this year? God of year? War. Ah, nice. nice. On my list to play yet. Yes.
3: Same. And uh, this—that was also my first platinum Spider-Man. Yep. It was just a lot of fun.
1: So when you finished pretty much everything and then pulled up the list of trophies, which ones did you guys have left? I'm curious if there's one that like it was, I'm unless you know about it, I feel like you would have to see it on a list to be like, oh, I should go do that picture-taking stuff or something else. So the last, the last oh. thing that I had that I sort of missed was visiting Uncle Ben's grave. Yeah, oh. I was yeah. about to okay. say that. Yeah, like I, I didn't even know like you could. Right, I so. didn't know that was there. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I didn't know there was a graveyard in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the way at the top. Yeah, it's like northwest, all the way northwest. So if you head up there, you can get yourself a trophy it's hard to say that that game is the open worldness of it is it's very open world game in that you do a lot of the same stuff over and over again but because that game is so fun to play i think you sort of forgive it for a lot of that like just swinging around in that game is a lot of fun i found so i didn't mind doing a lot of those things yeah. Um but i i mean i could see people getting frustrated or tired with that Uh, Some of the Taskmaster stuff I thought was pretty obnoxious. Like, I'm thankful that the trophies weren't get gold in everything because I wouldn't have a platinum in that game if that was the case. Oh,
3: I did that anyway just because I was expecting it to be tied to the platinum trophy. I'm sorry. That was... Yeah. Had some tough nights there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like a lot of... Especially the traversal stuff seemed kind of like a nightmare. Um, Yeah. I felt pretty comfortable with the controls and swinging around by the end of that game but i feel like i would have had to take it to like another level to like beyond my shit to track some of that stuff as quickly as it wanted me to yeah i think i went back and did the stealth
2: missions again to get like more stars or whatever the
1: stealth missions i think i was trying to be almost too stealthy. The game is a little more forgiving than I sort oh, of yeah. thought it would be. And I basically, it became more of find the pattern that I can swing and like insta-kick people quickly versus I'm going to slowly take people out because I would just get caught the like, slower I went.
3: Uh, what helped me on those was uh, I it had like a bonus chain counter. So like if you, I, I think you kept hitting guys back to back without you know going back up to perch or something Mm -hmm. like it it kept that going up so i would find i would try to find the pattern where i could like drop down hit this guy then hit that guy then hit that guy and then go back up right not just like go back up every time
1: it was more finding a path that you could get through a bunch of guys before someone would actually spot you and if they would like okay i need to like pull off at this point um that game's really good Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm
3: Yeah, the open world like lots of repetitive things to do that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that's optional though, which I think really helps too. You can just you can just keep swinging. if There's a crime going on. Yep. Uh,
1: it usually so that was wanted, hard though. Yeah, usually you know, wanted we to go. About that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I have to go save the world, but there's like a lady getting mugged. Like I'm Spider-Man. I have to stop. Yeah.
1: Him. Yeah. There's a guy in a trunk somewhere. <laughs> I gotta go <laughs> like, find
3: him. Those were those were kind of odd. Right. I mean, it it was good for variety, but like just. I, th-
1: odd. I think I liked the first mission where you just let the guy out of the trunk and that was it. It was just over. Like yep. it advanced to the point where like the gang members would come back and stuff like that. But the first one where yeah. you just let the guy out, I was like, all right. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> that guy was in a trunk, but he's that's that he's good now, I guess. Uh, we talked about Red Dead 2. That's currently my main game, I guess, I am playing with uh, some background games going on. Uh, that game pushed Assassin's Creed Odyssey out of the way, which I was having a good time with that, but Red Dead sort of, just, it, it bullied it. Um, I hope to get back to that and finish it before game of the year. Um, it's
2: very weird switching between the two
1: yeah i didn't want to go back and forth between them they're too similar but too different at the same time yeah um we talked about black ops 4 Uh, i picked up madden 19 at some point and uh i how's the football in that it is a madden game (laughs) um okay it's on, P- card packs. it's on PC again this year, so it looks pretty oh. on that. I'll give it that. Uh, I made myself as a quarterback and played through a couple seasons and got myself up to a level 99, and I didn't understand how the contract stuff worked and automatically re-signed with my team, and I said, no, I want to go play for a different team. I demand to be released from this team. So they did, and then no team wanted to sign me the 99-rated <laughs> quarterback, so I had to retire. And that was the <sighs> end of John Jenks, the quarterback.
2: Wow. Congrats.
1: Yeah. Uh, you were it's done a a by ride. being a diva. Yes. Yeah, no one, uh, no one wanted to work with me, I guess.
3: This guy just you know, dumps his contracts. We can't, we can't bring him in.
1: Uh, so I played that game in the total wrong order uh they have a long shot the road home which is like a story and that's the thing i should have done first because boy does it explain how to play the game well (laughs) Uh, and i sure could have used that during my like seven interception games because the defense will fucking ball hawk the shit out of you if you make bad passes Uh, so I got through that I did that in a day it was only like three hours or four hours or something like that it was very long uh, it picks up where the last last year's game left off where I think you were like a quarterback on a game show playing for an NFL contract or something weird so fuck? this story picks up where that guy is on a team like struggling to get on a team and one of the other guys from that show is like goes back to his hometown and becomes like a high school coach and by the end of it it leads you into do you want to play as a player or play as a coach which i thought was kind of a cool way to like lead into the other ways to play that game
0: so what happens if you play as a coach like
1: uh you could simulate everything or you just control everyone like you control both sides uh okay so after that i started a new franchise where i just did like a fantasy draft and picked my like basically reset the nfl uh i'm playing as the rams time and i did a fantasy (laughs) draft and picked my whole team uh but this time i put it on arcade mode instead of like simulation mode and it is so much more fun (laughs) Like, I'm having a really good time playing it this way. Like, you have way more big plays. Like, the computer is far more forgiving. uh, Like, bad passes and stuff will bounce off defenders more. Your receivers are more likely to actually catch balls and, like, break tackles and stuff. So, I'm having way more fun with it in that mode than in actual simulation mode. I'm not playing Madden for realism or to play online or be good at it really. I just want to play football and it makes me happy. Um, Dead Cells.
4: I feel like that was an NFL interview right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dead Cells, I can't remember if I have talked about since the last podcast, but that's a very good game and I'm sure it's on sale right now. Play that. Uh, I've yet to beat it. Yeah, me either. I have got distracted. I think I've gotten to the boss. I think Brady confirmed where I got was like a boss or the boss of the game. I've gotten there two or three times. I can't remember. uh, And basically felt like very good going in and then immediate panic the second the boss battle starts.
2: It's not possible to have better equipment than this and
1: then he gets stomped. Yes. Yes. Um, I picked up Hitman 2. Woo. That game is still a lot of fun. (laughs) if you played the remake of hitman from like two years ago uh if you number one if you own it and you buy hitman 2 you can import all of those levels into hitman 2 so all of the like quality of life improvements and things in that game you just you could play the one of the options is you can play all of hitman 1 again in hitman 2 if you want to get caught up on the story so i'm doing that right now i'm playing through hitman 1 again uh it's
3: kind of interesting that they give you basically the content from the first game
1: it is 100 gigs so yep <laughs> <laughs> well now like how
2: many times am i gonna buy this like I you bought... hitman
3: 3 but you, you can buy hitman 2 and 1 in 3 and then
1: well that's i mean all there play it all there that's the thing you already bought it so it just yeah. loads into hitman 2 you don't have to well, yeah, i'm just saying for me like now knowing that
2: so i, I bought the first two chapters in the first hitman game mm-hmm. And then you couldn't buy chapters anymore, oh, so I had to buy yep, the complete yep. edition, and I never went back and did those chapters. So now I feel like I have to buy Hitman Two <laughs> to get if I want to
1: play. The, yeah, you need the optimum experience. <laughs> so I'll keep buying it and not playing. It's the best value. <laughs> yeah.
0: So one of the really interesting things is it looks like one of the things you can do is actually download the prologue for Hitman Two, which is free. And then import all the legacy content from Hitman One into it, so you can play everything from Hitman One in the Hitman Two, like improved
1: system. Oh, there you go. Huh. Then That's you can, then really you can cool. Decide if you want to buy two. There you go, Brady. There's your best yeah. option. <laughs> <laughs> the free version is generally the best option. So, Magic the Gathering Arena. I thought I was done with Magic the Gathering forever, and then this happened, and I started playing with some pre made decks, and it's a good time killer. Uh, I haven't picked it up in about two to three weeks now, so I'm wondering if I'm just going to let that go at this point. Um, I thought Hearthstone had cured me of magic forever, but turns out magic is pretty
2: fun. I don't know how you stick with
1: it. The arena thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, 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 it's... I played enough that I got some decks that I don't feel like I'm getting rocked. Okay, so you haven't spent real money on cards? No, I've spent no dollars okay. on that game. Um, One of the nice things is if I cared enough to try and build an actual deck in that game they give you like blank cards that you can turn in for specific cards so you don't have to just like open packs and hope you get the things you want okay it's not bad so i think that's kind of a creative solution to the way like hearthstone also lets you grind cards into dust and then make the cards you want out of said dust like
3: they surprised to hear that that's still free <laughs> Like that wouldn't be the the one thing that you would actually have to pay for. Yeah,
1: they just, I mean, they show up in packs and if you play enough, you can get some packs for free. Uh, and nice. I'm not playing enough that I've ever felt the need to spend money. So. It seems like an, I think when it opens up where you can play specific people, which I believe Corey said that made its way in, but it's kind of weird right now. I think he said there's still no friends list right so so it's hard to navigate or play someone specifically yeah uh, but i think that would actually be what i would do the most is probably just play like a game or two with like you guys or if you could set up like multiplayer games or like a random tournament or something like that that'd be fun yeah um and then the last thing on the list i don't know if anyone here has heard of florence it's a mobile or like iPad tablet game.
4: I've only heard of her in conjunction with her machine.
1: No, there's is less the machine, <laughs> and more of a. It's, it's like a story that you are basically interacting with and moving the story along via touch. So it's. A... It's a telltale game. No. <laughs> that style no it's not even it's more it's more story but the way you interact with the story is like touching specific things on the screen it does a lot of stuff with music uh, the like rumble is actually or like vibration is done really well with the way they use that um, is
3: it like an interactive book kind of, sort of? yeah like, and
1: like your interaction is what like moves the story along hmm. um, but it's it's a feels game, and it it can make you sad and then happy. So it it's one of those.
3: <laughs>
0: it looks like it was made by the game designer of Monument Valley, so, which
1: yeah, is very good. So yeah. they are good at game design. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it the art is cool. The interactions are neat. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like three dollars and it's only like maybe an hour or two to play through the whole thing or see the whole story if you want to say it's not really a game. Um I don't it's it's a worthwhile experience, I think, for even for like the three dollars.
0: Is that just iOS? I don't know. It's on Android as well.
1: Okay, there you go maybe not. I just uh, said it was. says
3: it is, yeah. So it came out actually at the beginning of the year, February and March.
1: Yeah. It was something I saw popping up on like people's favorite things so far this year list because I'll like peek at those every now and then just to see if I'm yeah. like missing something. I think Polygon had it on their list and that's where I saw it. Is it a single story?
3: Can you play through and get different anything different out of it? No,
1: I don't think so. Okay. I mean you have little there's some choice in the game but I don't think the choices really matter.
3: So it is a telltale game <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you end no okay so you you play it once and you you know what's going to happen basically. Yeah
1: and like the choices aren't real choices like if you play through it you'll uh, you'll understand what I mean by that when you get there. Gotcha. Even knowing that it took me a long time to make some choices that didn't matter. So, yeah, are we uh, are we all caught up on games now? I, mean, I think so. Now yeah. we just have to play, like, you know, Pokemon and Smash and <laughs> all the
0: other. Just Cause 4. Don't forget that.
1: That's going to be this year?
0: Yeah, that's next month. Oh, really?
1: Oof. I was going to yeah. say, what else is happening, like, this year?
0: What's Coming up at the end. Hold on. Everybody
3: squeeze it out right before. We oh, have, have a calendar for this.
1: Manners, uh... oh, All right. That's right. You did so, make a
3: calendar.
0: Uh, Katamari Damacy comes out next week on Switch. Switch. Mm. Uh, after cool. that, the fourth, we're getting Just Cause 4. The seventh is Super Smash Ultimate. The 11th is Earth Defense Force 5. I don't know why I put uh-huh. that on the calendar.
3: I haven't played one
0: of those in yeah. years. Yeah. they They apparently got weird.
1: I, they, they were, they, weird they were to begin always with weird. weirder.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's all for this year. Uh, new Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe Edition is out the 11th of January. That's the next big thing I have written down. So there you
1: Darksiders go. Dark Three is still happening this year. Yep. Is it? Mm.
0: Okay. I'll fix that on the calendar then. I thought that got pushed.
1: I don't so. maybe i'm wrong i don't know
0: uh, it says november 27th i'll put it on the calendar right.
1: uh then everything else i think got pushed out uh that's good <laughs> not enough time and i still want to buy the tetris effect <laughs> oh yeah oh that's a thing right. that i hope goes on sale on friday
0: Is that only in VR on PSVR? That's not on Steam? Correct.
1: It's only... It's not a VR-only game, but it's a PS4-only game. I know. Only game. So, yeah. Now you're going to end up with your PSVR headset, Nanners.
0: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Because every other... Well, almost every other PSVR game has come to PC, so I will be patient. Uh... Like, they... They brought that just. shitty Batman VR game. So, if they're going to do that, they'll just do everything.
1: Well, I guess we'll see if it ends up coming to anything else. Yep. Uh, Time will yep. tell. We'll see. Uh, so, we've been talking about games a lot. There, a lot of video game news happen, But, you know, go read other websites for that because we've been talking about games for an hour now. Yep.
3: The only news I was going to mention was uh, our extra life stream was, what, a week ago? Last week? Two, Two weeks, weeks ago? before? I don't know. It's it, a it, blur. It looks, the yeah. the, the <laughs> days blur together. Yeah. Uh, but we can still accept donations through our link, our extra life page, uh, through the end of December. So if anybody hears this in time and feels so inclined, wants to contribute to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Uh, it's extra-life.org slash participant slash bottled
1: fuchsia. Which reminds me, I still need to put my own donation in. <laughs> so it'll <laughs> go up even further. And I still Great. feel like are we doing I owe the, the team monies. eight hours because I got sick and had to sleep through the last eight hours and left Aaron alone.
3: It was, that was unfortunate, but... uh I made it my own. I played seven hours of Shovel Knight after
1: <laughs> after an hour of Mario Kart with
3: Corey. You would have
0: been doing that anyways.
3: <laughs> Pretty much. How many
0: times were you able to beat that game in that period of time, Aaron? Uh,
3: I was actually uh, doing the new... They have a new game plus mode, wow. um, and it changes uh, a lot of things to make them more difficult. There are fewer checkpoints in all of the levels. Like There's only two instead of there being like four or five or whatever it normally is. That sounds painful. Uh, there is no food. You know how you, you would find food in the level? Yep. Uh, wherever there was food, there's now a bomb. So like if you, <laughs> you hit the fake wall to get the food out, a bomb comes out instead. Uh, so I, it was only one run through. I did beat it and uh, managed to uh, managed to roll the credits at uh, eight, 8 in the morning right when the stream ended. Uh, but it took me that entire time to get that one playthrough
1: through. So as of right now... We are at $690. Nice.
2: Ooh. That's pretty good in comparison to other years, right?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting back up there. We had some really good years. We had some lower years. It's, yeah, it's always it's a good, good, good event. Ears. They are all good years. All right.
1: All right. Well, Nancy is going to drink his beer, and we're going to wrap up. So we've been Bottled Fuchsia. You can find all of our content at bottledfuchsia.com, streams at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia. Videos and archives of streams at youtube.com slash bottled fuchsia, Facebook, and Twitter at bottled fuchsia. So, uh, thanks for joining me tonight, guys. And, uh, I hopefully we can squeeze in one more podcast before game of the year discussions.
0: At least one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Talk to you then. All right. Bye. See ya. See ya.